The following show contains spoilers for episode 4 of Survivor, Winners at War. Hello again. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back. Episode 4 <laughs> happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of interesting moments to go over. Uh, we're all here again this week. Thankfully, we haven't uh, had an episode where we had to drop anybody yet. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, so I guess this is where we have our first vote, right? Uh, I, <laughs> I might drop. I might drop out partially, like way through, because my internet has been awful today. Well, we, we will, will see. see. We will see. Mm-hmm. We, I guess, we'll the hear. Internet has spoken. <laughs> or no, we we won't hear. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so this is you the first time that we've checked in. Uh, immediately after the vote at nighttime to start the episode with right really no are you sure i can almost guarantee it i, I think but are you sure no <laughs> I, I can't cannot say with confidence that that is false but it, in my heart of hearts i feel like that is not true yeah so i'm pulling up the tapes now and uh episode episode one was the double episode right episode yeah, two so like we started on extinction Episode three, we started with Raw booping Adam on the nose. Boop. So this is our first nighttime. Dang it. <laughs> uh, so we, we check in. Adam is going around apologizing to everybody, which every time I see this, I'm like, it feels so lame. It's like, you know, like, why are you apologizing? Everybody knows. But it's like, you know, it is like a social game and he's doing like the complete right thing. <laughs> it's, it's just going funny. through emotions. Like, you funny. gotta do it. You, you gotta do it. But we all know it's empty. Yeah, like Adam's going around. Everybody, everybody's like, "Oh, Adam, you idiot! Uh, Dad, gummit, Adam, you loser, this little stinker." Uh, Especially when you think about, like, even though he goes around apologizing to everyone, and everyone's like, "Yeah, it's fine." Um, <laughs> as soon as Rob is like, "Yo, Adam's still talking," everyone's like, "Yep, that makes sense. He's definitely still talking." Yeah. That rat, that weasel. So <laughs> it, it didn't do anything for him. So, if anything, it just made it worse. Yeah, so we're you setting see, up more Adam I f- here. I feel like this kind of is just how Adam played the entirety of Millennials versus Gen X, just <laughs> hyper-aggressively, and just consequences never really caught up to him. He got very lucky, honestly. Pick up all the pieces and then drop them and then pick them up again and just keep keep going from there and hoping yeah. you end the game by picking them up. <laughs> <laughs> and then we switch over to the call, where it says, oh, good, mo- good morning, everybody. With you oh, day hey, yo. <laughs> 10! <laughs> good morning, everybody. It's a wonderful day. Good morning. Have some food. The sun is great. Uh, the motivation over here is We always win all the challenges. Top, top of the peak. Uh, we're on we a great We could never possibly roll. lose yeah, whatever Perfect happened. momentum. <laughs> <laughs> we're best friends. <laughs> Uh, but those I'm losers so over there. I'm so glad I don't have to vote anything out, anybody out. <laughs> uh, we we look over the horizon, foreshadowing, and, dun, dun, dun. and we can just barely squint our eyes and, and see uh, the figures of some people over at the edge of extinction. Uh, a really, really great shot from uh, Survivor this week. It does make me think, though, on the first edge of extinction season. Surely there must have been nobody on like the Decal Beach, right? Because I feel like it'd be no, kind of cause... telling if you could like look and see a giant sail over there. That was the yeah. Mono Beach, I believe. Really? I, it could... Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I feel like I remember seeing the beach in the background, but or not not Mono. Sorry, comma comma. But I feel I like say. now we can look and see this like the sail so clearly. I, I mean, I, I they know. probably I don't know upgraded. <laughs> 
It's like, either way. I, I, they bu- they I bought believe... an extra island. Yeah, I, I, they, they may have adjusted things, but I, I remember there being an image on Reddit of us, like them on the Kama beach, and mm-hmm. uh, somebody pointing out that you could see the edge. Yeah, but re- regardless, we you know we kind of like zoom in and super zoom in all the way <laughs> to the edge of extinction, <laughs> and we have the start of quite a lengthy segment here. I was kind of surprised that uh, we spent so much time over here, and I felt a little hurt because I'm like, oh, I want to see what the other people are doing, but. Obviously, you know, they, they had a story they wanted to tell uh, with this little log pickup game. <laughs> this is yeah, probably it, more time we've spent on Edge of Extinction than in the entirety of the season titled Edge of Extinction. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> true. And this little bit also just confirms all of our suspicions that um, the producers just want everyone on Edge of Six- Extinction to suffer <laughs> and that this is just their um, torture ground. I, I mean, else. Jeff Jeff has basically admitted that in interviews. He's like, well, this is Edge of Extinction. It's supposed to be hard. We want them to suffer out there. Nothing is easy. Yeah, so last week the show left us off with a, a pretty scary preview of, and, uh, you know, of apparently everyone, everyone was supposed to be dying on the edge. Which, That's but, what uh, I thought going into it. <laughs> Only one person died. But the scene itself was pretty tame. Like, you know, yeah. Ethan, it yeah. did, he didn't even, like, take a spill. He just kind of, like, sat down, and then we faded yeah, to like, black. And light, with, uh... Yeah, he's like, I am lightheaded. And she was like, okay, you are but, now you know, okay. But, but you know, I, I kept freaking out because we saw the preview and it, they made it look so much worse than it was. They, they always make uh, these sorts of things like, really dramatic. But, like, he, he's tripping up on, like, this very rocky area all the time. Like, oh, no, they fall in there. Oh, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, it, I don't know. In a, in a way, it's something that I guess they were trying to, like, really hype up in the preview last week. But when watching it, it turned out to be pretty underwhelming, I guess. And I think it took away from the, like, the emotional impact of Ethan's, you know, struggle and push. Because I was expecting him to, like, need Die. to get medevac. <laughs> so, it's like, it was cool. And Ethan certainly got his moment here. And it makes a little more sense why his boot episode was so quiet, I, I suppose, right? Because we got more of the payoff here. Yeah, oh for yeah. sure. Yeah. Also, the way you, the way you phrase that is like, man, it would have been so much better if Ethan had to get medevaced. This was lame. This was <laughs> I wish Ethan had gotten to the top of the stairs, fainted, and fallen all the way fell down. All the way down, yeah. <laughs> I, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all right dude well, like, I'm, I'm very happy Ethan's fine. it's just they set they set expectations at a certain point i'm not like I, I, you know not what i want but watching it it's like oh he's like okay like i never felt like yeah. ethan was in any danger uh but every everybody you know despite the struggles everybody manages to finish the the little challenge here yeah, yeah, they had plenty of time. And I think it would have been more interesting if they showed us, like, progress of the sun, but I, I think yeah. there's a very specific reason they didn't. <laughs> because it probably wasn't close. With a lot of time. I, I think uh, yeah. e- Ethan said in an interview that they were all finished uh, with about two hours to spare, he estimates. Yeah, just looking at, like, the light levels, it never seemed like it was kind of dropping at all. So mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, free points for everybody. I mean, basically... Everybody, you know, who has Episode lost points. somebody, <laughs> right, everybody who's lost somebody at this point got the fire token points back here. So it, going into the episode after this, it's ever like ever, it's like the first episode again. Everyone has a clean four. 
but those are fire tokens that you know can be used in the future for something like a six pack or a pizza. First of many. <laughs> gonna get that those PB and J sandwiches up in here. <laughs> Hell yeah. Gonna get that Applebee's. So then we then we go back over to Soleil Beach uh for, you know, a pro- a more proper scene than just, you know, the the follow up from the last episode. Uh we we have Michelle and Rob. Rob's still playing the game, throwing the ring around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and then we have an interesting moment where Adam is sitting with Robin Parvati. And I'm not really well, sure. Hold on. What? Hold on. What? Why are we not talking about Rob being like, or Michelle being like, everyone, I, I got so much backlash after my win. And then Rob was like, if you win, you'll win. And uh-huh. <laughs> put, get, yeah. put Jeff into an existential crisis <laughs> where he has to try to decide whether or not Michelle's win was deserved. And uh-huh. in by, by proxy... Uh, saying that Boston Rob is wrong about anything, uh-huh. or <laughs> saying that uh, Boston Rob is correct and that Michelle's win over Aubrey was valid, and therefore Aubrey was not robbed. Uh-huh. Again, Ooh. so who do you say? A with? fundamental, a fundamental <laughs> truth of okay. Jeff, so Jeff's so he, existence. He, he, this, I'm I'm very confused why you're bringing Jeff into this. <laughs> Because, because he's the one who loves Boston Rob, and he also very clearly believes that Aubrey was robbed of a win. Does he? Yes. There's a reason there's a new final tribal format. Oh. Y- yes, it was that is literally because Aubrey did not win that season. <laughs> and why do you think Aubrey was b- brought back like 17 times? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, only twice. Know for now but yeah, yeah i think i think this is something that is good to put a little bit of a magnifying glass on too because michelle started out pretty quiet in the season but she's really starting to like show her chops of you know what i kind of expected of her is like being able to fit into any like you know conversation with anybody and mm-hmm. we've seen her mesh with rob or not rob oh yeah rob <laughs> rob super well and jeremy really well and you know she's been talking to denise and not as much of parvati as i was expecting which i think is actually for the best because you know we i at least assumed that they would be a pretty tight pair but it's kind of been not as true but i think it's good for michelle that she isn't just you know attached to parvati as closely so really really impressed from michelle i think i i thought it was kind of strange how denise was the only member of the tribe just not even really shown during this whole uh this whole segment yeah and that doesn't make me feel too great about denise either because you know she just voted separately uh from the person we've kind of been presented as her greatest ally at this point yeah and there's no mention from denise about that so you know some sometimes it's just how how things go <laughs> Yeah, we did bring it up last time though how she's very like not interested in actually working with Adam anymore because Adam's uh rat. going Adam's a crazy. fucking idiot. He's a complete weasel, yeah. He's so a she's snake. probably like I don't really need to vote with you know the person say. that's supposed to be my ally if he's just going to throw. So yeah, I think uh Rob being here is definitely part of why we don't see any Denise. Uh just because Rob demands so much content. <laughs> Not just because it's you know, it's Boston Rob, but like he does 
always have something interesting going on around him, right? It's I'm the still, plot I'm... armor. <laughs> I'm still shocked, like, how little we see of Parvati. Like, we really yeah. only see her in attachment to Rob. Yeah. Yeah, it makes me very sad. Uh, and maybe, you know, a detachment will eventually happen, and maybe Parvati will kind of uh, blossom a bit. But it, it's hard to know. It's Parvati is getting a few of these, you know, confessionals where she talks about, you know, eating somebody or disposing <laughs> of somebody or, or whatever she's on about. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah but we see it we see it with rob a lot and case in point is you know a little bit after this adam is like sitting with rob and parvati and I'm not entirely sure like why he's even over there to begin with but you know basically they're like trying to trying to get adam to say something incriminating and adam specifically like i i am trying my best to not say anything like that and, and he gets Rob's up and like, walks away and then Rob's well, just, if, yeah, I, it's like, if oh. I can't make him say something, <laughs> I'm going to make something up. <laughs> Let's gaslight that rat. Uh, yeah, so Rob Parvati like, all right, well, if he's not going to say anything, then we'll just pretend he did. <laughs> Goes up to Michelle <laughs> yeah. and Jeremy, which I think is kind of like even more cementing these two as a pair. Um, and he's just like, hey, Adam's trying to talk game. And then Michelle and Jeremy are both like, Oh, Adam, that weasel, that loser. That I can't believe he's galleon. doing all this I stuff. I can't it. believe he's talking. And I'm Dad just sitting here like, oh my god, be smarter, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, but they have no reason, like... Oh, yeah. they. they I mean, they like, want Adam out anyways. Yeah, exactly. So it's not like they're being completely played. Mm-hmm. It's just like Rob's playing into the, you know the seeds that have already very clearly been planted and have give, been given time to grow into yep. fully-fledged plants. And then he's like, you know, there's some plants there. And they're like, <laughs> they're, you're right. Adam needs to leave. Nice. Well, yes, there are plants there. So why don't we like, go all across the sea, you know? <laughs> we, 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 we see some friends on, on another place. What is this little bit going on here? Is that your transition voice? That is my transition voice. I see. Okay, cool. So let's say hello to this, uh, you know, beautiful friendship between Sarah and Tyson. That oh, that kind was of came out. No, it's funny, funny because. I think it was last week we had a secret scene where Sarah is wanting to learn how to French braid Tyson's hair. So it's funny to get a little more like content related to that in, you know, the Sarah and Tyson duo that's kind of being built up here. Uh, just there's lots of comedy. <laughs> like, that's, I, I, yeah. I feel like every episode has had a secret scene that leads into the next episode, mm-hmm. like at least tangentially, which is interesting. Yeah. They're just building up. They're building up the CBS All Access Director's Cut. <laughs> Lots of Sarah and Tyson. Uh, I don't know if you guys have anything specific you want to say about this little segment, but it was fun. <laughs> yeah, I think my favorite part was when <laughs> Sarah was like, "Hey, Tyson, who's your favorite person in the world? <laughs> you know, just like anybody, uh-huh. like anybody ever in your entire life." And Tyson, my wife oh, or my child. Gotta be Sarah. I gotta go. Gotta be Sarah. And then Tyson's like, "What about you?" It's like, "Oh, Tyson's is for me." And they're like, "Ha ha ha!" So that was funny. <laughs> yeah. So that kind of brings us up through the first half of the episode, and then we have 
the immunity challenge with lots of banter to start with. I, I'm mm-hmm. I'm sure Jeff is out here really enjoying himself. He's just like, oh man, all this content that's creating itself. I'm so happy. Yeah, with with Parvati throwing some low key shade at Sandra, <laughs> being like, "Wall the Sandra sit out bench." TM. TM very interesting because like I think it's been very clear that Sandra sits out like all these challenges. Well, yeah, and everyone's aware of it. <laughs> but it's just funny that, <laughs> of course, Parvati says something, mm-hmm. and you know, <laughs> throwing shade at Sandra is all I want in the world. <laughs> Hey, listen, San- Sandra wins season 20. Parvi can uh, make fun of her sitting. I think it's a fair <laughs> trade-off. Yeah. Well, no. That's in a million-dollar tease there. <laughs> I think <laughs> that is not at all a fair trade-off. Because Parvi was robbed. But, you know, we're not going to get into it. Yeah, but really, so, Russell... Wh- wh- why don't y'all sit on the Sandra sit-out bench while we talk about the challenge, then? Yeah, the challenge. I... Cannot believe DeCall botched this challenge so hard. They threw. <laughs> oh my God. They God. actually God. hard threw this challenge. They were yeah. literally on the puzzle when Adam was on his like second or third attempt at getting the key where he did not get the key. And then he finally got the key on his like fourth or fifth attempt. And then they got to the puzzle. I, don't know, and I, they... I, I, I want to talk about this this key game going on here. They had three uh-huh. people on keys. I, I assume they were using the standard rule of every every one of the key getters must go at least once. Uh-huh. But like by like some of those later attempts, Adam was totally just like exhausted. Surely somebody should have like well, I subbed think in what, I think to at least get a runner going. Slay selected the three shortest people on their tribe too. to do the key jump. <laughs> I know it was Parvati and Adam. Was was Denise the third? Surely not. Yes. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. so they yes. they selected the... these absolute shortest people. And by the no, no, by no, the no. time they were past the first jump, like Parvati, you know, did, did a big jump and she couldn't even get close. Yes, but it, the, their choice wasn't necessarily about the key jump. Mm-hmm. It was that they needed the other people yeah, no, four it, people it, to be pulling the boat. I completely acknowledge that, right? They they have their athletes in in the water, but maybe maybe if they just had like, you know, Denise swimming or something. <laughs> the, it, yeah. It's hard to tell cuz most of those key jumps they're pretty short, but they definitely but like, like what, what up I'm the saying difficulty is, Even if, you know, they weren't necessarily successful in their jumping, they were at least would have been putting jumps in whereas like Adam was winded and needed to take breaks because he was trying so hard. Yeah, I think the other part of this is everyone on the tribe was totally okay with voting out Adam. Uh, so if Adam screws up the challenge, that's just another excuse for them to be like, uh, you know, Adam's not really pulling his weight in the challenges. Got a, Time to go, buddy. I think they're like okay with it, but then once they had the chance to come back, you know, they might as well take it. <laughs> And yeah, they the, did. The other thing, it doesn't really matter who they put on the key jumps because they won anyways. Uh-huh. They could have yeah. had anybody on the jumps. They could have had anybody in the water, and it just didn't, didn't matter because yeah. Decal literally could not I win think, this challenge. I apparently. think what Decal ended up doing was they thought they were making the puzzle upside down, and I'm not sure if that's true or not, or if it even matters, but. I don't know, like, they were, like, because basically, like, we were watching to call make the puzzle for a while, and they got, like, the right side done, 
And then Soleil comes up and they instantly get the right side done as well. And, you know, maybe they're looking over at the other side or something. But either way, it's like they get neck and neck almost immediately once Soleil shows up. And I like looking at this puzzle, it seems like it's not, you know, as easy as just like making a Tetris puzzle. Right. There's like ins and outs in the way you have to slide everything. Yeah, because there's like Three there's a front half and a back half. Yeah, so there's like, the, the, it's not just the sh- total shape. It's like mm-hmm. there's out- ways that it has to be slid in, or yeah. else it won't like go together. So it's like clear they sent Nick in, right? Because Jeff was talking a lot about how Nick, you know, has won the challenge before. But I wonder if that almost like hurt Nick in a way because like he was thinking about or like you know trying to remember how he did it before, or like thinking he could make it work one way and being too confident, and then it came back that you know it was going together wrong. I don't know, yeah. but it was just kind of a kind of a sad showing, especially when um you know the people who have been so successful in the puzzles so far, uh, like Sophie and Sandra, didn't do the puzzle. And it makes sense that Sandra you know wouldn't do it because. She wouldn't want to do jumping or swimming, but I, I'm surprised that Sophie didn't do the puzzle at all. So that's definitely a thing where somebody doing something for the second time will have way more trouble doing it mm-hmm. because in their heads, they're only going to be thinking about how they did it the first time yep. rather than thinking about it as, you know, a puzzle or, you know, in a in a video game, for instance, just like a certain uh challenge right that you don't think about the challenge as a challenge you think about it as something that you've already done so it ends up being more frustrating and more and harder to actually do mm-hmm. so that makes a lot of sense as to why he like had so much trouble on it even though <laughs> jeff made it very clear that he had won on it before yeah, and, and for me, this I think this is probably the first challenge, other than maybe, like, the very first immunity challenge. I think this is, like, the first challenge we've had where, I, like, I was really rooting for DeCal to win, uh, both for, you know, in the interest of getting points, but also uh, I didn't really want anybody from DeCal to go home this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially uh, so uh, being so, now like, that we know. <laughs> Going into it and being like, all right, you know, just like based on the feeling of the episode so far, it's like it's probably Dakal is like, you know, going to be doing tribal tonight. But like they had such a lead in the challenge. I was like, okay, there's no way they ruined this. But they did. And (laughs) I guess that's how it goes. Terrible. Yeah. And uh, when I was looking at the uh, press photos last week, uh, I was like, I can't tell who wins. I, I think it might be the call. And then they blast off the start of the challenge. Okay, never mind. I was wrong. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then, Mr. oh, spoilers no, I, over I here. Right. Well, there, there's no explicit spoilers. It's yeah, just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just the the mood of the camp is what I is what I go off. That's <laughs> okay. All right, so we're back at camp, and uh-huh. you know we, the show has been planting these little seeds of you know Tyson being in danger for the past few episodes, and I'm like, oh, you know, they're building up this you know sort of battle or something, right? And then we get back, and immediately Tyson's like, all right. Let's get Nick out. Like, no, that's the first name. <laughs> yes, not my guy. And then everybody's like, so, yeah, I'm good with Nick. I'm good with Nick. Yeah. 
And I'm like, oh my god, this is terrible. Everyone's like, oh yeah, that's a great idea. And, and, plan. I'm like, oh, this is terrible. They, Why is everybody? And then they go part. to the well and they're like, <laughs> not Nick, right? <laughs> uh, She's like, no, of course not. Yeah. <laughs> the classic Tony. bait and switch. Tony was yeah, confused. I, like, wait a minute, who are you talking about? <laughs> I'm the, the episode, I think, gets really interesting. You know, after that first, you know, back and forth though, and Tony is like, okay, like, wait a second, let's like actually. think think about this you know do we want to go for the the easy vote or do we want to go for you know the vote that'll like help me and my you know closest allies to get farther in the game and i think it's super interesting to see tony like really you know speak out his thought process yeah because even though tyson after you know multiple uh episodes of him being the first target because he keeps talking he goes and talks and uh you know does the complete opposite of what he should be doing Mm -hmm. but then he goes to tony and makes a very good point where as soon as tyson's gone tony and sandra will be the threat targets uh and once tony like considers that he's like oh yeah that does make sense even though he doesn't necessarily want to work with Tyson because he's Tyson. Mm-hmm. It still makes sense that he'd want to keep a target around so that when he wants to do his Tony things, he can <laughs> still do them with a shield. Yeah. So, you know, we, we've been talking about this group of four of Yule and Nick and Wendell and, uh, Sophie. Uh, Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, and Sophie's so under the radar <laughs> that he didn't even remember her. <laughs> uh, so we've been talking about them for so long, but now, like, they're starting to show us this. All right, so we have Sandra, Tony, Tyson, and Sarah. And uh, this is, like, super interesting to me because that group of four seems very, like, strange to me, right? Like, because that group, the other group of four seems so cool and, like, fun and hip. Right, but mm-hmm. then it's like, all right, here's like all the biggest threats, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'm kind of down for this. <laughs> See, it's it's sort of uh, parallels what's happening on Soleil, mm-hmm. which is the old school alliance, which are essentially the biggest threats, get together, and they go against the new schoolers who are not as big of threats because they're much newer and less experienced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so instead of, you know, old school, new school specifically, it's, you know, here are the most prolific people versus, mm-hmm. you know, the one-timers. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, uh, Tony goes around and he pleads his case to everybody. And everybody's like, you know what, Tony? That's actually pretty smart. That's a pretty good idea. I think that's a good plan. Uh, so we fade to tribal. <laughs> and I guess we're, you know, we get a chance to see how that all turns out. Uh, could they get to sandra yeah it all comes down to sandra whether she wants to make the logical decision or the emotional decision uh tribal kind of fun we talk about nick having a crush on poverty <laughs> yo that was hype Dude, <laughs> yeah. nick got respect there he was like yo poverty mm. and then <laughs> he's talking about how he's like i'll hear a giggle i'll be like nope she's very now and i'm like nick I feel you on such a deep level. <laughs> Nick, I understand you, homie. Yeah, they they talk a lot about being, you know, starstruck out there, which is something that 
Fred and I have, have kind of touched on every once in a while about how watching it, you're like, oh, yeah, it's like the returnees, you got to get out of there. But sometimes it's like you do really like appreciate the people you see on the show and it can be very disarming to have your person out there, uh, you know, try and butter you up. <laughs> yeah, because the classic, the situation I always think of, right, is I go on Survivor. And then a boat with exactly Parvati and Aubrey comes rolling up, and Jeff is like, "All right, you two are on this tribe, and it's my tribe." Uh-huh. I'm like, "Cool." So I am merely a pawn <laughs> before the, these two women. I literally have no <laughs> like personal decision making anymore because I c- cannot. I will have no. <laughs> intelligent thought processes going forward so just use me even though i'd like to think that i wouldn't be that much of an idiot mm-hmm. it would absolutely happen yeah it's like all the- <laughs> there's nothing i could do about it and here they're all winners they all have you know status to them but there's still so much of a you know reputation it's like you know nick and wendell it's like they were watching uh some of these people when they were like little little small children mm-hmm. so it's it's fun to see the dynamics get played out, but yeah, and even like more directly when Rob was talking to Michelle, uh-huh. they were like, "He's like, how old are you?" And she's like, twenty nine. He's like, "Oh yeah, so the last time I played, you were nineteen, and then the time before the first that. time I played, <laughs> I you were nine. I was like, Jesus. I mean, p- put this in perspective. Uh, so Marquesas, insane. I think I was four. <laughs> yeah." Yeah, he's been around a long time. Actually, no, no, wait, that that can't be right. Something about math. No, because uh, I, I would have been yeah. four when the first season. I, yeah, I, I, I would have been, now I, I, I been four when the first season aired. Mm. I would have been a little over zero when <laughs> the first season came out. <laughs> oh, I would have been like. This. <laughs> <laughs> wow! All these. Old guys in here. Yeah, wow. I'm so old. <laughs> Can't believe it. These boomers, dude. <laughs> yeah. Typical. So they read the vote. Does not oh. go favorably for me. <laughs> yeah, pulling out. You. <laughs> I'm. I'm. I'm but... perfectly fine with it. Oh, oh, oh really? I, you had a good run. I'm totally chilling with here's, this vote. Actually, here's the thing, for me and. It's been very interesting to kind of look at myself because of all the vote outs um, that I've experienced over the fantasy, right? Usually it's it's a lot more, you know, heartbreaking in a way when you, especially for your first pick, right? You get so invested in somebody, but I just feel like Tyson still has a really good shot of winning an extinction challenge. I just like really feel that. Yeah, so it's like hard to kind of get beat up over him going home because I just feel like he has so much potential. Yeah, that's the whole thing with Edge in general is that you can always think, well, there's still a chance. <laughs> and especially with specifically people like Tyson and Natalie, mm-hmm. it's very easy to imagine a scenario where one of them, or a challenge where one of them will win it and come back. Yeah, it's like they could both come back in the game. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> watching the episode, it's like, all right, who, who is Tyson gonna give his token to? Rob? Maybe Tony? 
uh, Sarah because they just became friends. Tyson <laughs> swallowed his Kim? fire token live on air and refused <laughs> to, to give it <laughs> to anybody. That was crazy. Yeah, Tyson's like, all right, well, here you go, Nick. Enjoy it. <laughs> it's like, here you go, dude. It's like, of course, Tyson would do that, right? <laughs> yeah. So overall, it was a fun episode. It's it's kind of hard to really love it when you when you lose a player, but I expected to lose, you know, at least at least one person pre-merge. Uh, leaving TB Could be worse. TB at this point is the only person with an unbroken team. Heck yeah, dude. So and, and also the way it, it is currently shaped up, it looks like uh you do have some longevity as well. Nobody here seems in like imminent danger. Uh it does seem like we have a tribe swap coming up next week. So, yeah, so for that'll shake things up. Yeah, for sure. for, so for somebody like Rob, that's definitely, you know, kinda scary. Yeah. Nick maybe kinda scary. So I think I think we know right now that uh what Wendell and Michelle will end up on the same tribe. But past that, um <laughs> past that we're kind of in the dark. Wait, yeah, of course they are. So it's it's gonna be interesting too because you know, we've gone quite a while relative to previous seasons without a tribe slot. So it's gonna be interesting to see how everybody's team is changed around, right? Because it's like you could have an even split of everybody especially because a lot of us have three people on their team now or you know you could go all in on one team so it's it's always interesting to see what well, i mean it doesn't matter because everything's <laughs> I, freaking scrambled i need nick to be on the same tribe as parvati that because that'd be, be so funny. fun <laughs> and sh- <laughs> Obviously, she wouldn't like no. But what if like one of one of Nick's teammates talks said, to like, him? Hey, look, it's your girlfriend. <laughs> just starts blushing. Yeah, yeah. What if somebody just made like an offhand, you know, just like a, a passing joke about it, and the Parvati's like, "Wait a second, I can use that." And she starts <laughs> yeah. talking to him and trying to like, you know, get an alliance going, and yeah. he's just like melt. Well, uh, I think Nick's Nick, brain just melts. Nick is either engaged or married at this point, so. But still, <laughs> when just, it's party, just so you can temper your expectations a little. No, Listen, no, the no, no, the no. editor's you don't, back. you don't seem to understand. Party, what's a man, right? <laughs> it's like party's pretty cool. That sim- that does not just simply fade away. Party is eternal. Party is infinite. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to move on to the voicemail segment? Yeah, so this week I do have a voicemail for us to play. Ooh. As long as Fred is done gushing, then we can. Uh, <laughs> I'm okay. We can play I, this. I do out. enough on Twitter. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, to this week's voicemail. I, I'm pretty sure it's another trivia question. Hello again. It's Hi. flying back with more trivia. Who invited this That's guy back? Right. Everybody's favorite bit. By the numbers, where we award the hosts flame buttons for Ooh. answering correctly to trivia questions. All right, you're scored individually, and you're given a certain amount of time. I don't know. Tune's kind of in charge of that because I just record the question and the answer, and then it gets played. The, oh, we'll see. We'll see. Sixty seconds. Anyway, your question this week All is: right. 
This episode marks Tyson's third time being voted off of Survivor, to Sandra's delight, because of course Tyson saw Sandra as a big ol' threat and wanted her out. Now, according to the edit of the season, what day did Tyson mention to Yule and Sophie that he wanted Sandra out? (laughs) Oh, fine. Trivia, famously my least favorite. Guess the number. Right, so, things. guess the numbers, boys. It. So I guess this episode. This uh, episode started on ten, and I'm going to assume ended on twelve. I think it's four. Yeah, I think it's like two or three. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You know, just uh, go against five. the grain here. I'm gonna say five. Okay. Well, I'm. I want to think if. If night nine was when the last person was voted out, right? And we only had two days in this episode, as opposed to the usual three. It was a little shorter. But I think the before, it was um, seven, eight, nine, right? I'm leaning towards seven. So I think I it would be seven. It. Because it, it was yeah, at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. I don't think it was episode three, though. I'm pretty sure it was episode three. Are you sure? Well, go against the yeah. ground. You guys pay way I more attention right. to this stuff I'm than I do. I'm changing seven. <laughs> but why would it be seven when the first episode is when the first the call thing happened? No, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. Because that was when... We talked about it. Well, we, if we're we, all we, going like, to die on seven, I guess it's. <laughs> I have no reason not to pick it. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say. I'm going to also go with right. seven. Let's play the answer. Clip, then. Seven, seven. Trivia four, again, seven. famously. We're, we're all the going for seven. I'm worst at. That's right. Day seven. Why? Last yeah. week's yeah. episode. Yeah. As Sandra is setting up the fishing net, we get a confessional from Tyson being like, oh, we should, we should vote as Sandra. Um, Why and then we get Rob's the voice? <laughs> that the question was all about immediately before Tony picks up a freaking shark on day eight. All right, I will award those who answer correctly a flame button, Ew. which Woo! apparently you'll try and use in trades. <laughs> <laughs> Hey TB, how do you how how do you no, feel I'm about having? <laughs> how do you feel about having the flame <laughs> button? Be funny. All right, thank you, flying for the voice. <laughs> flying is like this was not the intention. <laughs> I did not want this to influence the game. If you want to leave a voicemail of your own, you can do that at rngshow.com. There should be a button just on the page that says "Send a message," and you can send us That's your voicemails one. as well. Maybe we'll even play them on the air. <laughs> All right. Well, that that was trivia. What'd you guys Yay. think of today's trivia question? I liked it. I like when I can like hear the question and like it's not as much about just like memorizing it, but like thinking about what we know and like working yeah. it out. Yeah, I didn't know this at all. Yeah, I couldn't remember if it was episode two or three. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just went back to because I knew it was like the first day of either of those episodes. So yeah. All right. Well. It is now time for us to go ahead and look at our points. We've now we can skip have, points. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> we can't talk about them. 
because mm-hmm. we keep having interesting spreads of points. Um, and it's, it's really fun to always kind of keep track of. This week we had you know a whole bunch of fire tokens given out to everybody on Edge. So it kind of like like I said earlier, it like brings us back to the first episode where we all are going into it on even page. Uh, and it's a little bit of a break for everybody you know who has someone on the edge, except for Fred because usually uh, he gets the three <laughs> points from Natalie. Let's go. <laughs> so they, Natalie, they nerfed Natalie suffering a little <laughs> bit, <did> but <laughs> but he's, he's still getting you know plenty of points. And if Natalie does end up coming back from the edge, uh, like you know she is a likely candidate for that, uh, there'll be a, a bunch of bonus points as well. Natalie has to make it rain tokens at some point. <laughs> she just makes a necklace uh, out but, of them. You know, even though even though Fred is doing well and he has, you know, Jeremy now in Parvati, so he had two people from the Soleil tribe. I own Jeremy's challenge points, so they kind of get yeah. siphoned away, uh, leaving Fred at the bottom for this week. Or oh no, sorry, that's not right. Uh Jimmer. Wow. Jimmer Jimmer has no challenge <laughs> points. Uh, but I have fire token points and vote and save points. Yeah, you know what? It could have been a much worse week for you, but yeah, it came out all right. You got another vote and save point from Kim. Kim right now is actually the, Thanks, the person cool. who has earned the most points in the entire season. Somehow. <laughs> <laughs> and she is and holding you know on what? to an idol, so you never know what will happen after the swap. Maybe she'll have a chance to you know connect with a group that will actually want to work with her. Or maybe mm-hmm. uh, she will be the consensus target. Who knows? Oh, speaking of speaking of Kim, now that the call has gone to tribal, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure next episode's going to start with, um, or at least very early on, it's going to have Kim trying to get the other half of her idol from. Oh, right. Sophie. That's super interesting because if, if especially if they end up on different tribes, oh, right, then they might be you know sequester it away that's interesting or identical yeah. so, idols so kim's gonna have to you know try to try to work her magic as soon as possible but mm-hmm. why well, would sophie give it back <laughs> they get there that it's gonna be a tribe swap. Uh, you well, know there, there not... are ways they can like you know play the game usually they'll tell them to like you know not wear their buffs as a shirt or you know like they all bring their bags uh, maybe they pack it a little bit more than usual um but we'll, we'll see if you know, we start the episode with a flashback and or I, something, like, with Adam. And I mean, like, they could all be lined up, like, yeah. oh, no, he's making us drop the buffs. Nudge, nudge, give me the freaking idol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, okay, so here's the thing, right? It's not about why would Sophie give the piece back. It's how would she possibly <laughs> make any argument that she shouldn't give the other half back? Because Kim goes up to her, right? And we're t- this all has to happen at the beach i did, this cannot happen <laughs> during the tribe swap i don't know why we're talking about that that's never gonna happen she, kim's gonna ask for it uh-huh. at the call how is sophie ever going to be like nah i'm just gonna hang on to it and not just completely alienate kim, bye bitch we swapping right? tribes <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah i think that's kind of the point is you know will sophie be brazen enough to just be like no especially because it's like Sophie isn't even, you know, holding on to the half right now. Because as far as we know, Kim is keeping both pieces together. I mean, together. Th- th- this is basically where, like, Devin's became the villain in Edge of Extinction. <laughs> it's like, no, I don't think I'll give it back. Yeah, we, we'll we we'll see what ends up happening. But I think it'd be an interesting, you know, plot thread if they end up getting separated. Uh, but all that to say, uh, Jimmer has five points for this week. 
maybe you know maybe he'll get his tribe swapped and maybe he might have like some more diversity uh with a higher chance to get challenge wins or maybe he'll have two people on the same tribe and they'll both win uh or they lose interesting setup for jimmer at the moment i think wendell and kim both have longevity in the game uh so we'll see we'll see how jimmer ends up doing the next up next up is fred um with eight points uh he has the fire token from natalie challenge win from parvati and i kind of he no longer has jeremy's points so a cool eight for fred but he didn't really Uh... lose anything this week you fool, you thought I was last. I was merely second to last. <laughs> Imagine being last. You don't have to. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, man. Then we have Don't me shimmer. and Soaring tied for slightly different reasons. Uh, you know, we both get two sets of challenge I did it, win guys. Points. I'm not last place. <laughs> but uh, I have an extra episode point. Uh, I won't have it next episode. And Soaring has a fire token point from Amber. So that puts us each at 12, uh, leaving Mr. TB for good in our first place uh, position for this week with the normal challenge points. But he gets, uh, you know, the token from Nick, uh, courtesy of Tyson. And he also gets a vote and safe for Nick. So that puts TB at a cool 13. Uh, quickly. Also, courtesy of Tyson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, quickly closing up the gap between me and the rest and of the so group. So we're all down one person now, except for TV. Yeah. Yeah. I'm TV down too. Has an interesting group of people here for sure. Uh, I think it'd be nice if we all lose someone pre-merge. <laughs> Please, not but me. someone's gonna have no. to lose too. I, f- I feel like I feel like uh, at uh, least. Hopefully not. Imagine three. losing. T- imagine losing two me. people pre-merge. Join me. Mm. <laughs> okay, now that's just. I, sad. I feel. I feel like TV <laughs> saw my strategy hey, in the uh, draft. You might know what that feels like next week, Fred. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Who knows? Anything <laughs> could happen. <Not> me. <laughs> I, I feel like TV saw right, my so... strategy in the draft. Traded me Nick for Sanders. He's like, oh shit, that's that's a good idea. Because right right now, TB also has a lot of just like under the radar yeah. players. Yeah, I think I think that trade that you two made in the first episode was very interesting. I'm surprised you went for it soaring, but yeah, T- TB is set up subtly in an dissuade way. you. I, I think <laughs> what like drove me to the, hey Sandra to that trade... could still very well win. You know, Queen stays the queen. She was first pick. Who knows? Yeah. I think what drove me to that trade was uh, just like Nick's edit in the first episode. I was just really not feeling. Mm-hmm. Like it was too under the radar. Like y- you have the under the radar stealth winner edit, like Tommy had. But then you got like Nick, and I just felt nothing from him in the first episode. So he, he might go decently far as a goad, but yeah. So we speaking of you know that that trade, and we spend a lot of time kind of trashing on a lot of the the people currently in the game uh now is the time for trades if anybody is interested wendell is not in the trading block but kim is jimmer i will trade you danny for a token (laughs) a button (laughs) a button (laughs) i I need something back in return yeah, you're getting a button. You also have yeah, to give him a button. I, I, I need four people. 
for try. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> can, can we just clone Ethan twice? <laughs> well, I mean, there are there. He he did get a stem cell transplant, so. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to what I got. All right. So, so soaring. Uh, what were you saying? I, I'm just saying. I think this is an interesting time for trades because we really don't know what's in the future here because tribe swaps can be a complete reset button if they happen well. Mm-hmm. That's also why it is a very interesting time for trades because any you know current fears you may have about a player you know could totally get flipped around in the next episode yeah, i think like i'm really wondering should i should i hang on to sandra any longer she, she still does have that advantage for one more tribal mm-hmm. yeah because it's like at any point you know it's like your person could be you know put one versus four yeah <laughs> it's like what if you know what if you have uh adam and then suddenly he's put on a tribe with yule sophie wendell and nick <laughs> It's like doesn't look good like, for Adam. The thing is, I find that Sandra is really going to be a very easy, uh, just, uh, oh, we're so confused in our first, uh, our, our, our first vote as a new tribe. Uh, let's just get rid of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, San- Sandra does have that safety for an idol, and I think she would play it if she feels threatened. It's it's hard to look at Sandra's track record for idols because I think the only time she's played one was in heroes versus villains, but it was on a night that she was like totally safe anyways. So I'm not sure, you know what her reads would be like, but she's generally like pretty good. I I feel about knowing when she's in danger. Except for when she gets voted off on game changers. (laughs) (laughs) So that could be, you know, a, a, a draw to wanting to put Sandra on your team, right? You might make a trade and then Sandra, uh, plays the idol and gets you know a whole bunch of points from that and then maybe she uh you know makes it through another vote and then we're at the merge and then maybe she has some more legs to her uh, i do think that we will probably see sandra and rob on the same tribe at some point whether that will be uh you know now or the merge, I'm not sure. It just has to happen. <laughs> I don't think either of them are in positions to be voted out pre-merge unless the tribe swap goes, you know, horribly for them. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about it, but I think I'm gonna. I think you. I think you'd have more difficulty finding somebody who wants. Yeah, Sandra. I think I'm gonna hold on for now. I guess. I guess the trade to be made uh, here. Would be I have like... Danny boat right if you want to give me Sandra. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I, I, I was I considering guess... maybe Sandra for Sophie or S- Sandra for. Uh, you know, Kim, people who are, you know, not super Yeah, I think connected. Sandra and Kim right now is probably, like, a likely trade that could be made, and that seems, uh, with a little more, like, equity between people, they both have, you know, Kim doesn't have a full advantage yet, but she, she might starting next episode. They're both big targets. They both, you know, are in a little bit of danger. So that's something, you know, you two could work out. I am also kind of interested in kim as well but i i don't want her <laughs> i'm interested but nah. <laughs> dang <laughs> I'm, I'm interested Cold in this person blood. but i, I feel like my team's him. solid enough right now that i wouldn't want to do that i don't know man denise wasn't in a uh tribal council uh so i don't think she's gonna do well the thing with denise is even though like we talked about earlier she has been very quiet um I still feel like we'll probably see 
something i hope we see something out of her idol and i just don't i still don't see any reason for somebody to vote denise out because it's not even like she's not close enough to somebody to be voted out as like a lieutenant right like ethan was and she's not big enough of a threat really to be specifically targeted so i I think she will probably go for a while even if she doesn't have like a huge presence is she goading is she goading right now (laughs) i don't I don't know if Denise would be the go. I think right now we're still looking at somebody like Adam and Ben to be like our one of the losing finalists know, you guys, that you, doesn't have like a strong voice. You guys keep voice. throwing Ben out there, I've, man, but I feel like Ben's I pretty solid. Ben was even in the game. Yeah, I agree, but I I don't think we're being shown Ben in a very positive light, and I try yeah, not to like. Too really dig too deep into like what we're being shown i, I guess but yeah I, just... I, I could definitely i could definitely see him like being that guy at tribal council who's you know middle seat two two superstars beside him <laughs> and then uh he's just like but guys i helped you all find idols <laughs> i have such a hard time seeing and ben in finals period ben. yeah I, I i cannot imagine him making it that far i yeah it's it's strange I also feel like Michelle is like could could potentially be in that spot, like getting towards the end. Um, but I feel like I don't know. Like it seems like Michelle's playing a pretty decent game right now. So it would be interesting to see her not win a jury, like win against the jury, because I feel like if she does get to the end, like she would have to have, you know, she's been making good moves. So yeah, Michelle's playing too well and too noticeably. For mm. her to not, you know, do well in finals. I, I don't see her being a real goat either. Mm-hmm. I have a theory about Michelle. Uh, we had we had the winner quote this episode. Doesn't matter if you're a winner, you're a winner. By Rob to Michelle. <laughs> Didn't have any plot. Well, we've been having the storyline of, you know, Michelle you know feeling like she wants to prove her win and we we've gotten an interesting amount of scenes you know trying to reassure us and reassure her that you know yes you did deserve the co-wrong win we've gone that a couple times now so is it part of this season or is it part of you know michelle's specific little tiny pre-merge story who knows i i do believe it is the Hey, this is an over. This is a foreshadowing moment that we are going to prove that her win was legitimate by having her win in a season full of other winners. <laughs> I I don't <laughs> See, think that Michelle will win this season, but I I and I've you know thought it since preseason too. I think Michelle will do very well. Yeah, Either and she's way. already you know showing her chops very clearly, but I do have a hard time seeing her like you know doing super well in the merge mm-hmm. um she can definitely make it far but i feel like she's one of the first to go when it comes down to and like looking at her relationship with alliances. jeremy as well you would think that jeremy would be kind of the more dominant person in that duo but the way we, you know we see it we we hear from michelle a lot more mm-hmm but it's hard to imagine a situation where Michelle goes super far without Jeremy. Right. And I think I said this before. It's like in, in a situation where Michelle does well, you would also think that Jeremy would do well. But it's strange that 
then it, it feels like Jeremy won't do well. <laughs> yeah. But what if uh, Natalie comes back and then she's back with Jeremy and Jeremy's like, hey, Michelle's pretty cool. Yeah. And, and that's, that's totally Michelle. an option. Yeah. And I do think it's really interesting <laughs> that you bring up this uh, very specific bit of dialogue as foreshadowing because if if by some you know if the planets align and she wins then <laughs> he did pick up on it very early mm -hmm. uh something i'm kind of interested in is like a not with tv here um it's like hey, a, a sarah and denise maybe oh, that'd be interesting uh because like, like sandra and kim right it's at a point where they are kind of at this like mid threat level i guess i guess sarah is kind of a bigger threat but the way we've seen her on the show so far it's kind of dropped down a bit they both have advantages they both are you know set up in a decent alliance at the moment so i think that might be something i'm interested in if if you would want to try and go down that that road you you would be going full to the call uh-huh and well, i mean be... it doesn't the, oh, go, you're talking go going about full the doesn't matter yeah. right now that's true, that's true. I thought you were talking about, like, if they were to ally after, like, tribe swap. They could, but yeah, I'm I'm specifically referring to a trade right now. Uh, I'll probably hold on to Sarah. Okay. <laughs> what about Michelle? I'll probably hold on to Michelle as well. Yeah, I think he values Michelle <laughs> a little bit over <laughs> yeah, I feel like but Michelle's probably Ethan. like the most valuable person on TV's Ethan, team. Ethan, one for one on uh, Fire Tokens on Edge of Extinction. I'm, I'm, I'm curious like, yeah. if we'll start seeing any of these Edge trades going on, especially since Edge is seeming to play a more active role this season. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, right now I have Amber. I don't think I can possibly... like trade anything like i might be able to get danny with amber but i feel like amber is just more valuable than danny on edge want to do yeah. it yeah no i definitely think like the way that the people on the edge are split up right now with like fred and i having like a you know, likely candidate to come back and then you having amber which i feel like is kind of in the middle and then jibber having the two people who i would say right now probably have like the the least chance to come back <laughs> i feel like amber at least ha like you said earlier has some sort of like potential to you know meet up with rob or like exchange you know points with rob or something yeah soaring i would trade you amber for a flame button <laughs> all right uh you also have to send me a player that those are the rules but what if we agree that it's okay <laughs> i'll trade you a fire token uh, wait i'll trade you a uh fire token for a flame button Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I, I don't actually have any fire tokens uh, where did I leave that? Um... <laughs> oh man, let me. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll get back to you here. next week. All right, so I think we're it. I think we're good on trades <laughs> for this week. Interesting yeah. discussion, even if there uh, is no trade to be made. I always like talking through trades because it gives us the opportunity to put a magnifying yeah. glass on you know specific players and how they match up with each other. Mm -hmm. So, especially with the tribes all coming up very soon it's especially interesting mm -hmm. uh it's what what color risky. do you think the third tribe will be i mean it's gonna be like green, green or <laughs> yeah, gonna phone it in with green again green. <laughs> what if they went like a yellow maybe, maybe yellow okay. uh i don't think it'll yellow be yellow because i think oh i was gonna say i my first instinct was green my second thought was like some kind of light blue 
Um, and now that you say yellow, yellow also makes a lot of sense. Uh, I don't know. I, I think it'll be like so. Like teal. I feel like this season, yeah, buff that's sort of where I was at. Like the entire Mamanuka Islands buff color just like shifted slightly. <laughs> yeah, I I think we might get like a purple or something. Gonna be lime. which would make our our may, document may, maybe a pink. Maybe it's gonna but... be pink. That's that's another thing I'm thinking. Yeah. I, yeah oh the one wait, right, right. I, I, was, <laughs> I was looking at our document as if those but, were the colors. Yeah, it's like on the right, document we have like, orange yeah. and purple. Uh, but out there, you know, it is officially red and blue, just with highlights. So I I wouldn't be surprised to see like a, you know a purple of the third color because I I think our it could be like like black and yellow or it could be uh you know purple and pink or something who knows <laughs> um yeah so i think that's about everything for this week right yeah yeah anybody have anything to say so. any other like predictions of what what's gonna happen i, I don't know <laughs> I man said, uh, denise uh, wasn't a tribal right <laughs> what like the first time ever denise wasn't at tribal oh for an this is the first episode that uh, Denise didn't go tribal because she she missed in Survivor history. Yeah, because she missed the the second tribal of the first episode, but it was yeah. one episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the the uh, press site uh, the photos don't show anything from after the the swap. So <laughs> good, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mister, I'm gonna do everything in my power to spoil myself on any possible information. <laughs> Get out of here. So that just about wraps it up for this week. If you want to go check out our other episodes, you can go to rngshow.com. If you want to see the spreadsheet and look at all of our colors, uh, next week uh, we'll switch things up because we'll have a third tribe in there, so it'll be even more colorful. rngshow.com slash 40, or you can just click the link in the show notes. Is it confirmed we're going three tribes? Because uh, what well, if it's just a... You know, well, uh, two tribe swap. You you could be yeah to kind of break up the outro here. You you could be right. We could do the thing where we go to two tribes and then one person goes to, uh, Exile Island. But I feel like because we already have the Edge of Extinction, we'll probably uh stick to doing three tribes of five because we're fifteen people in the game. Oh, true. Yeah. So thanks to Mango for editing this episode. It looks like this is going to be the first one. Uh. Unless we <laughs> stall for another three minutes uh, or more, uh, the first one that will be under our average time by uh, a decent amount. But alas, <laughs> uh, thanks to Subtact for the use of our theme. Uh, step up. I'm pretty sure last week was shorter. Uh, I don't know. I think they, I mean, they've all been my re- like three minutes, like uh, the, my the re- final product. My recording is already like over last week, and I played Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- this season has been our longest, like straight up. If if your podcast app supports ordering episodes by length, uh, like all of these episodes are in like the top eight. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for listening and. Come back next week and we'll break down the tribe swamp. Yeah. Bye bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Uh oh. Bye bye. Parvity. Funny parvity.
Ha, 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 ha,